WTPS, Petersburg. Your NBC Sports Radio update starts now. Good news for New York Giant fans. Running back Saquon Barkley will not be placed on injured reserve by the team. He did get a second opinion, and because of that, he will not go on there. He's expected to miss four to eight weeks. He's dealing that high ankle sprain, although most believe it's going to be the longer time frame for Barkley's return. It is Thursday night football at Lambeau Field. Key game for the Philadelphia Eagles. They're struggling. They're 1-2 Green Bay at home. They're 3-0. Green Bay's a four-point home favorite in this one. Matt LaFleur, rookie head coach of the Packers, on the Eagles' defense. Aggressive, attacking, downhill defense. Got a lot of respect for Jim Schwartz. He's done a great job for a, for a number of years. We know that up front, they've got a lot of playmakers. They're going to play with the wide nine techniques, and they're going to penetrate. Their backers are downhill, and then although they've had a, a few injuries in, in the back end, I, I still think they're, they're a really quality opponent. Deshaun Jackson will not be in the lineup for Philadelphia. He has been ruled out. The NFL has partnered with DraftKings as its daily fantasy partner. DraftKings can use logos, data, next-gen stats, NFL-produced videos. NFL can brand with the DraftKings logo as well. Meanwhile, Melvin Gordon expected to end his holdout today and report to the Los Angeles Chargers. It's been 64 days. He's unhappy with his contract. He does, though, believe that this is his final season in Los Angeles. Milwaukee Brewers officially yesterday eliminating the New York Mets and Chicago Cubs from postseason contention. Meanwhile, the Minnesota Twins yesterday have officially clinched the American League Central. First time they've done that since 2010. Afternoon baseball getting it away in 30 minutes. Milwaukee's at Cincinnati in an hour. Detroit home from Minnesota in two. Boston is at Texas. The West Coast afternoon matchups. Dodgers at San Diego. San Francisco is at Colorado. I'm Dan Schwartzman. This is NBC Sports Radio and the NBC Sports Scores app. Welcome to the following presentation from Richmond Sports Properties. And thanks for listening to Spider Athletics on 99.5 FM and 950 AM ESPN. Your exclusive radio home for Richmond Spiders football. It's lunchtime at Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue, 8205 West Broad Street. And it's time for Spider Talk with Richmond football coach Russ Huseman. Today's show is brought to you by the University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies, Lux Chevrolet, Food Lion, and Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue. Spider Talk is on the air. Join in online by text at 804-638-9508. By email, spidertalk at richmond.edu or on Twitter using at Spider Voice, at ESPN Richmond or at Spider Football. Two receivers right, one left. Mancuso sets the throw in the pocket, steps up, scrambles to his right, throws on the run, pass is caught by Fessler who makes the catch and then dives for the first down and has it to the 39-yard line. What a strong catch and finish by Charlie Fessler. That's a big-time play by Joe Mancuso. I'm going to tell you right now, we've talked about him having time. That time, he did not have time. He had pressure from the outside, both sides, stepped up into the pocket, was falling down, drills the ball uh, in the middle of the field to Fester. Fester shorthanded, makes the catch, and gets the first down. Now let's go live to Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue. Here's the voice of the Spiders, Bob Black, with Coach Huseman. This is Spider Talk on ESPN Richmond and the Spider Sports Network. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to our next edition of Spider Talk, live from Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue Corner of West Broad Street and Parham Road in Richmond's West End. We talk spider and college football each and every Thursday during the college football season, whether the spiders have played or not. We are here each and every week. Spiders coming off of their bye week, so we will talk a little practice today with head coach Russ Huseman and how the two weeks of practice have gone for the Spiders as they prepare for a non-conference game Saturday afternoon, 1 o'clock, up in the Bronx against Fordham. So we will talk about that, preview that game for you this afternoon, talk a little bit about what Coach Huseman saw in terms of improvement from the Spiders through practices the past couple of weeks, and we'll have a couple of special player guests coming up for you in just a little bit. Charlie Fessler, Spider wide receiver, and Spider defensive lineman, the CAA preseason defensive player of the year, Maurice Jackson, are both scheduled to join us today. And just before we start, one, uh, I was going to say little programming note, but it's probably a little bit more than a little programming note. If you found us and you're listening to us on the radio today, we appreciate that. At the moment, you are not hearing us 
on 99.5 FM. They had some scheduled maintenance work that is actually going to increase the power of that radio station moving forward. But they had to do it today. It was scheduled for Thursday. So at the moment, 99.5 is not on the air when it returns and you listen to Spider Football Saturday or our show moving forward. It should be even more powerful than it's been. Of course, we have a family of radio stations at ESPN Richmond. So we are on 950 AM, 102.7 FM, 1240 AM down in the Tri-Cities. So if you're online and you got a buddy or a friend who said, I'm trying to get it on 99.5, steer them online or steer them to one of our other three stations. 950 AM is probably your most popular bet, 1027 FM or 1240 AM in the Tri-Cities, and it's just for today. We'll be back at better than full strength beginning Saturday with our football game at Ford. All right, with all that said, Coach, let's talk practice football for the Spiders since there was no game Saturday. Last week we talked about the practices that would get the Spiders better. Finish up on how that went, and are you now into full prep mode for the Fordham Rams? Yeah, last week was basically about us and and, uh, getting better. And, you know, we spent the, the majority of the week doing that. Um, as soon as, you know, Friday clicked past, uh, we went right to Fordham. So uh, we, get, we got the film available for our players. And then, and then Sunday was our first Fordham practice. So we get the extra practice in on Sunday, um, you know, with some game plan stuff involved. And then this week, obviously, it's been all Fordham. Where did you see the most improvement from the practice sessions? I know – the true test will be in the game situations, but where did you focus on most improvement, and what did you see? Well, you know, we obviously we had to we have to tackle better, and part of that is not only you know getting them on the ground, but taking proper angles. Uh, so defensively, spend a lot of time, you know, with you know tackling, and you know sometimes you can just hit too much. So you you, you got to focus on are we taking proper angles to the football is it getting back across our hip which happened in the elon game you know multiple times uh takeaways are important defensively and 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 we need to emphasize that we got to rush the passer better um that's been an emphasis with our with our front people um we got to rush with four which we can we've got talented players up front no question about that you know offensively you know, we, we, we talk about hanging on to the football. Um, you know, when it, when it comes out, the majority – a lot of times, that, you know, that ball comes out when they're, when they're going to the ground, you know, and somebody's trying to pull it out as they're – right before they're getting – you see all the instant replays. Was his knee down or not as, as it's getting pulled out? Um, you know, so we, we really worked hard, you know, on that, uh, taking care of the football. Um, we had some guys that had been dinged up and played in the um, – you know, played in the Elon game, but they didn't have much practice, if any, leading up to it. And so we had to get those guys healthy. So there was a lot of things, a lot of, a lot of productivity throughout the week. You had mentioned earlier in the week and at the press conference Wednesday that Bo English will again get to start at quarterback. His completion percentage is off the charts. It's phenomenal. 18 of 19, that's like 95%. But not for a lot of yards yet, Russ. Has that been part of this week for Bo is to start to open him up a little bit? Obviously not wanting you to give away any game plan to Fordham, and I'm sure the Rams are tuned in somehow today, but not trying to give away any game plan. Is that the next step in his progression, and did he work on that during the week? Well, I mean, it was. it's always in the, the package, and maybe we were just you know, trying to get Bo's feet wet. Um, you know, how much of that? Uh, will depend on 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 how we feel about Bo during the course of a game. You know, in the second half, we just brought Joe in and start taking shots. You know, and throwing the ball down the field. Uh, and and Bo can do those things. Uh, but we're we're gonna we just got to figure out ways to to convert third downs. Obviously, defensively, we got to figure out ways to to stop him on third downs. But Bo's been efficient. But he he's he's going to have to take it to the next level. Well, Bo can throw the ball, but somebody's got to catch the ball. And I think you've identified Keiston Fuller, who's been on this show, and Charlie Fessler, who will be here today on this show as two go-to guys. Who are you looking at beyond that? How much did maybe you look at that during this past 10-day period that there needs to be other receivers? I know Isaac Brown has gotten a lot of time, but other guys who can be weapons for Bo English or Joe Mancuso. Yeah, I mean, we've got talented guys at wide receiver. You mentioned Isaac Brown, uh, Justin Jasper, 
Ben Maffey, uh, Davon Perry, um, freshman Cameron Cloud. The problem with those, and, and not a problem, they're young. And, and, and the, the inconsistency as to, all right, are we blocking the right guy? Are we running the right route every time? They're talented, and I think the more experience they get, the better they'll get. But we got to keep bringing those guys along. We just can't say it's Charlie and Keiston. I mean, we have to, we have to include other people. And, and Isaac's been included. Isaac's made some catches, and he, obviously the touchdown catch he had was a tremendous catch. He's talented, and they're so we've got good players. We just got to bring them along. Uh, if you'd like to be a part of the program and interact, if you've got questions, we'd love to have them from you. Text them to us, 638-9508, 638-9508. You can email them to us, spidertalk at richmond.edu. Uh, you can tweet them at us, at uh, Spider Voice. I'll be glad to take them at uh, that Twitter handle this afternoon as well, at ESPN Richmond, at Spider Football as well. And if you're here at Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue and you have a question, please come up during the commercial break. Give it to us. We will translate it and ask it when we get back. And for our first couple of folks who come up, we've got either tickets to the next home game against Elon or we've got a gift certificate for the next time you come here to Buzz and Ned's. So be thinking about your questions and we have prizes for you. For those of you who dare to come up to the table during the break and we'll ask your question after the commercial timeout. From that text line, I've I missed him last week, Coach. Ivan, even though we don't have phone calls anymore, he still contributes with his questions, and he texted in a question this week on the heels of a bye week. A lot of teams and a lot of coaches will make significant changes. they got 14 days between games. Are you anticipating any of those kind of changes, either offensively or defensively? No, you know, we believe in in what we're doing – you know, structurally, um, you know, a lot of things you do are based around personnel and trying to get your best 11 on the field. And we'll do that each and every week. And, and how can we get our best 11 on the field uh, on both sides of the ball and, and take advantage of your playmakers? And you know, I think this week we got to play, and, and I talked to our team this morning a little bit, is, you know, we got to play looser. I, I think in the Elon game, we were uptight. Uh, we knew it was a, an important game. And and, it, and we just kind of played that way, and 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 we we just got to we got good enough play. We just got to cut it loose, and let them make plays. Now they got to do their job. They got to be in the right gap. They got to do all the things we're asking them to do. But but just cut it loose, play loose, have some fun. What did you sense from the guys? Uh, and a couple of them who were at the press conference yesterday made this comment. It's always tough to go into a bye week off of a loss, and it sits in your stomach for for two full weeks. Did you see or sense any of that from your guys that they're kind of you know, chomping at the bit to get back out there and make sure that Elon doesn't happen again. Well, I, ho- I hope they're chomping at the bit. Um, but, uh, you know, it was, it, was, it was a good time. I mean, we had to get some guys healthy. Um, you know, we still have a couple that, 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 that haven't been practicing, you know, the full amount. Um, and, but I think, I think we'll probably be pretty healthy, uh, you know, coming into Saturday uh, from the previous week. And, and uh you know, I'm sure they're chomping at the bit. We all are. Um, we got to we got to play better. Is that something you look to your leaders, whether they're labeled a captain or not? Your kind of guys who lead these teams offensively and defensively and special teams to make sure the entire team is on that same page. Yeah, I mean, it's but it's everybody. I think it's not just the leaders. It's it's everybody understanding their role, whatever that role is, a starter or whatever it is. Uh, doing your job that you're asked to do within the scheme and the structure, and then going and making plays. And, and it's, that sounds like a simple formula, and it is. Um, but, you know, so, sometimes some things get in the way of that. Uh, but, you know, if we just if – we, if we were talented enough, if we just do our job, go make plays, put ourselves in the right position, uh, you know, we'll be fine and we'll play better couple more thoughts, and then uh, we'll take our first break here in just a moment. You were talking on the defensive side of the ball, one uh, topic defensively, one offensively, about getting to the quarterback more and maybe getting a strip sack and maybe getting the ball on the ground. Is that all defensive line responsibility, or will we see some of that without, again, giving game plan away where your linebackers can start to be unleashed a little bit, to use a phrase we've used? Well, I mean – I think we're talented enough up front to do it with four guys, mm-hmm. and uh, and they can they can rush the passer, and and we're going to, you know, it, if we need to blitz, we'll blitz. 
but um, you know, I, I think not only strip sacks, but you know, forcing errant throws. You know, the people sometimes people don't even recognize that. You know, all of a sudden the guy air mails one and you get a pick, and or you know somebody under throws one and they were just nudged right when the ball came out. You know that that's you know I think our front four can be disruptive. And that's what we got to see, you know. And, and obviously there's other ways to create turnovers. But, you know, I think those are the ones that probably create quite a few of them is, is you know, the, the errant – you know, even flushing him out of the pocket and making him run and getting him covered. You know, sometimes, you know, we've made those mistakes. We got out of the pocket and threw it back across our body for a pick. Um, so there's a lot of ways. But, Again, when you feel like you're talented up front, you, you should have the ability to, to rush the passer with four, and, and that's what we got to do. And offensively, what did you see from your young stable of running backs in these two weeks of practices that maybe this helped them, being young guys to take a little breath and then come back? And certainly now they're familiar with the fact that Xavier Goodall is not going to be there. What did you see from, from Mylon Howard and from Aaron Dykes and from Savon Smith uh, and from Devin Campbell? Well, Mylon was hurt last for the Elon game, and so he, we took and we he dressed, but he was not functional. He probably wasn't functional most of the bye week, and actually in the last couple of days he's looked like Milan again. Um, so we're expecting him to play and do really well. Um, Aaron Dykes is, 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 you know, the emphasis with him is, is Aaron, you got you got to make some people miss now, and you got to you got to just we can't take what's there. We got to take what's there and get more. And that's what great running backs do, and I think our guys are talented enough to do that. And then with uh, Savon Smith and, and Devin Campbell, I mean, those guys bring some depth to the to the table there. But it's good to have Milan because, you know, Milan does so many things. He catches the football, we can get him out of the backfield um, and, and do some different things. So uh, it, it's good to have him actually looking good here in the last couple of days offensive line doing all right i'm sure they could use that break that they had as well but those running backs aren't going to run very far if those offensive linemen aren't opening the holes for them yeah it's uh you know you know again we've got all our guys ready to go but um you know it's you know set upon he's got the hip flexor we got a couple shoulders you know these guys these guys are tough as nails man uh you know, you see them in practice, and all of a sudden it's a tweak, which is not just a tweak. And I don't want to get into, you know, body parts or any of that. But, you know, we've probably got three or four guys that are just sucking it up on the, on the front four, a front five and giving us everything they got day in and day out. Um, awful proud of that group. Um, you know, it's 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 a great group, and uh, so I, they're not going to be healthy all year, but they're going to fight you. <laughs> That's all football, year. right? Yeah. That's football. Yeah. It's your favorite group. We know that. No question. We know no that. No question. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back in just a moment, our two favorite Richmond Spider football players, because they're here with us right now, will join us at the head table. Wide receiver Charlie Fessler, defensive lineman Maurice Jackson. They're coming up after our first break. Spider Talk is live from Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue, West Broad and Parham Road, and live on the Spider Sports Network. Luck Chevrolet has been the Chevy truck expert since 1916, and they've got something for everyone. There's economical SUVs like Trax and Equinox, people haulers like Traverse, Tahoe, and Suburban, and pickups like the midsize Colorado to the one-ton Silverado. Let Luck find the right fit for your job or lifestyle. Call them at 804-798-9261. Shop online at LuckChevrolet.com or stop by their convenient lot on U.S. Route 1 in Ashland and buy your next truck from Luck. Luck Chevrolet since 1916. Buzz and Dan's Real Barbecue is the official barbecue of the University of Richmond Spiders. Come enjoy our real 100% wood-cooked barbecue while you cheer on the home team. Buzz and Dan's Real Barbecue uses recipes handed down for over 150 years and is now available inside Robin Stadium. Can't make it to the game? Visit us on North Boulevard in The Fan or on Thursdays at noon at West Broad in Old Parham in the West End for the Spider Talk Radio Show with Coach Russ Huseman. For more information, visit us at buzzandneds.com. Buzz and Neds and the Richmond Spiders, a winning combination. NBC Comedy Thursday is back. First on the premiere of Superstore, the Cloud9 team face their worst nightmare, automation. The robots are coming for our jobs. Then it's the show critics call the best new comedy of the fall, Perfect Harmony. Matthew McConaughey, you don't need to puff out your chest like you're signaling your wife you're ready to mate. X. Wow. Papers ain't signed yet. 
Bradley Whitford, and Pitch Perfect's Anna Camp star in Perfect Harmony tonight after Superstore on NBC Comedy Thursday. It's time for some straight talk. Look, you wouldn't spend more to get the exact same thing, would you? No. So when I tell you that Straight Talk Wireless runs on the same cell towers as the big guys but charges up to half the cost, you see where I'm going with this, right? Get America's best 4G LTE networks for less. The unlimited plan is just 45 bucks a month with 25 gigs at high speeds, then 2G. Straight Talk Wireless, everything for less. Savings may vary. See straighttalk.com. Your radio home for Baltimore Orioles baseball all season. This is Trey Mancini, and you're listening to 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. The timeout's over. Now more Spider Talk with Richmond football coach Russ Huseman. Live from Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue on 99.5 and 102.7 FM and 9.50 AM ESPN. Out of the shotgun with a back to his right. Two receivers to each side. Third down. From the Fordham 41, take the snap, he's back to throw. Looks down the middle, hit as he throws, ball comes out. It's loose on the ground, and this may be a fumble that the Spiders have at the Fordham 30-yard line. Ball knocked loose and recovered by Andrew Clyde. And Maurice Jackson got there first for the Spiders and knocked it out from behind, and then Clyde comes up with that loose football. One of many highlights, both offensively and defensively, from last year's game against Fordham at Robin Stadium. The Spiders with a convincing 52-7 victory. You heard in the play-by-play call there the forced fumble from one of our guests, defensive lineman Maurice Jackson. He joins us for segment two of our Spider Talk. We'll talk some offense with wide receiver Charlie Fessler, who joins us along with Coach Huseman up here at the head table. Welcome back to Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue for Spider Talk. So, Mo, let's start right there. What was the attitude of this team in the past two weeks since the Elon game, and how do you get back to kind of where you were and those kind of highlights, even from a year ago, what your defensive guys did against Fordham? Um, you know, I think we're just hungry. Uh, you know, the, going into the bye week with a loss isn't really fun for anybody, you know, especially defensively the way we played. So I think we're hungry to get back out there and uh, get back to playing great defensive football, just showing what we can do. Uh, Showing that we know the mistakes we made and we're going to fix them. We're not going to continue to let those things happen. So, uh, yeah, I just say it's, it's, um, we're really hungry. We're about to be gritty on the field. Just get out there and do what we got to do. In that Fordham game last year, the Spider defense had three interceptions and five quarterback sacks. How do you get back to those numbers as a defensive unit with this year's defensive group? Um, you know, I guess it's just back to the basics. Uh, you know, as it seems, we haven't been very successful lately when it comes to getting to the quarterback, but – you know we can be. You know we're just missing out by a little bit, or we're just not doing the right techniques, pass rush wise, to get there. So lately, just um, especially in the bye week, and just been getting back to the basics. You know, just getting back and doing some more hand work, getting back and doing the basic rushes before we do the counters and things like that to really get our juices going. So that when we get to the rush, it's simple. It's not as hard as we're making it. And uh, I think once we do those things, you'll see us get back to how we usually are and uh, get some more QB hits in on them. And from a team perspective and getting turnovers, it is just that, a team thing, right? Coach Usman was mentioning this just before you came in. Even interceptions, even if a defensive back gets an interception, the chances are the quarterback hurried his pass because of what you guys are doing, right? Uh, yeah, but it also works in the other way. You know, a lot of coverage sacks come out of the DBs just playing great defense, linebackers being in their uh, under coverage, just doing what they got to do. So uh, it's really a give and take type of thing. And uh, we appreciate the um, DBs back there doing what they do, and I'm sure they appreciate us up front. Let's turn our attention to the Spider offense. Charlie Fessler joins us, obviously, in his first year, was not a part of that Fordham game last season. Uh, Charlie, we talked to you preseason about your expectations and uh, what you were hoping for in this year with the Spiders. Give us a small sample size to this point, only three games in, and what it's been like so far for you with the offense. Yeah, I mean, it's been fun. Um, You know, working with Coach Durden, Coach Satterfield every day has been really fun, and, you know, working with all the different players as well. Um, You know, we've seen Joe and Bo um, really step up a lot, and then all the other receivers as well, like Keystone Fuller, and then across the offensive line as well, giving them the quarterback's time back there. It's been really fun, and I've, I've really enjoyed it so far. What wasn't fun, I'm sure, was the hit you took in the Boston College game. You really couldn't hide that. We could see it from all the way up in the press box and how you kind of, as Coach said in the first segment, talking about some of the other guys, just had to suck it up, tough it out until you got to the bye week. How are you, how are you feeling now, and how beneficial has this time off been for you? Yeah, I think the bye week came at a perfect time. Um, you know, it gave me some time to go recover just physically and then also mentally as a team as well. Um, you know, but I'm feeling healthy. I'm feeling ready to go. 
through the first three games, 15 catches, 162 yards. We're, we're still looking for that first touchdown <laughs> out of you. Hopefully we'll get to call that on uh, Saturday afternoon. What have you seen in Charlie Fessler here, uh, Russ, through the first three games and obviously a lot of practices that you've watched? Well, you know, Charlie was here in the spring with us, so he got a head start on the offense. And, you know, he picked up the offense very quickly. Um, he's a talented player. Uh, you know, when you play in a Big Ten and, and play and catch the football in a Big Ten, you're talented. And we were fortunate to get him uh, when we got him. Uh, but, you know, I, I think the one thing that Keiston and uh, Charlie have shown our young wideouts that – hopefully they continue to learn from is is these guys they, they they practice hard you know every day they block um i'm not saying they're perfect on their assignments but they're pretty close i mean they, they know what they're doing we get a consistency out of them and i think our young guys have to learn that they have to learn that they got to come to practice they got to block and you know they got to know what they're doing you know every snap and you know and, Char- and charlie's done that and keeson's done that but uh you know, they're bo- bo- he's a talented player and uh, can run, can catch, and he does the little things to, to help him be a complete wide receiver. Charlie, from your perspective, how are you trying to do that with the younger guys, you and Keiston? What is the experience that you're trying to impart upon them that Coach Usman was just alluding to? Yeah, I think it really started back in camp, um, you know, just working after practice every day, hitting the jugs machines, and then also being in the film room as well. Um, you know, Keiston and and I've been trying to keep the young guys there and, you know, just teach them how to watch film, you know, how to, how to prepare for a game. And uh, I think we're using our experience in that way well. What about the combination between you and Keiston? I think it's easy for us to take a look at you guys, and Keiston's kind of that, that speed guy, that burner, and you have shown absolutely tremendous hands. If the ball's close, you're going to catch it, and then you're going to gain a few extra yards. Yeah, I don't want to jinx you. <laughs> don't let that happen Saturday, please. Yeah, they, well, let me come back down 95 if that happens. What's that combination like between the two of you? Yeah, you know, it's funny. I, I kind of joke with him saying that I need him, you know, because he goes and he takes the safety away from me. You know, he takes the top off. And he gives me the one-on-one coverage. Um, you know, I think we complement each other pretty well. But, yeah, he's definitely been really good for me. And then how about the guys beyond the two of you and what you've seen in them? We were just talking with Coach Usman about, you know, whether Bo's throwing it or Joe's throwing it, need guys to catch it and need more than just Charlie Fessler and, and Keiston Fuller. Yeah, I mean, I'm, if you look across the board, uh, I think our guys have really stepped up a lot. I mean, you start with Isaac Brown at the exposition. I mean, he, he goes and takes that safety away as well with that one-on-one coverage that he's going with. Um, and then Ben Maffey, Devon Perry, um, J- Justin Jasper, uh, you know, it's across the board. I think that everyone's really stepped up. Hey, the other thing that you do or have done to this point has been return punts and have been able to, to catch the ball, make sure it doesn't bounce, and then return it. Um, what's that been like uh, for you as a Richmond Spider to be a punt returner? Yeah, I mean, uh, it's funny. If you actually look at, like, any kind of picture of where I'm catching the ball, you see no defenders around me. Um, you know, it starts with the guys up front. You know, they're giving me a ton of time and a lot of space to work with back there. And so, you know, all I'm really doing back here is just catching the ball and, and just kind of running forward a little bit. But those guys up there are really blocking for me well. Did you do any of that at Northwestern? What's the comparison there like? Yeah, no, I've never done that. I was actually uh, blocking up front, and that's, that's really hard. That's a lot harder than the job back there, what I'm doing right now. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, give those guys credit up front. Did the coaches approach you about being a punt returner, or did you kind of – tug on a on a sleeve and say hey coach give me a shot here which yeah no they they approached me they approached yeah I've, 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 I've returned punts in a while but you know i appreciate their confidence in me to be back there because special teams obviously is so important and to be able to get that part of the game done uh is certainly a val- very valuable commodity was there a mindset there that you had to kind of kind of click in because it's not an easy thing to do whether it's kickoff return or punt return yeah, I mean, it's funny because uh, after my first punt return I had, I came off the side and the guys were kind of joking with me, kind of saying, like, oh, that's all you got, you know. So <laughs> I had to go out there the next time with the mindset, i got to get a little more. And uh, I think I've got more and more comfortable each time I've done it. How's he done, Russ, with punt return? Done really well. Uh, you know, we, could, we didn't use him uh, in the Elon game, right. uh, but he'll be back returning him this week. And, and he's right. <clears throat> Our guys have done a really nice job of protect. I mean, of getting blocks up front. Um, you know, but, you know, the reason we asked him to do this is is as we went through, you know, spring and, and different – we trusted him. I mean, that's not an easy job now. And he may – he sounds like, well, it's easy. Nobody's around me. 
eventually there are going to be people around him, and he got to do this and do this and get it. And that's where we had, you know, we had three muffs last year on that. And it's a lot harder than people think. Kickoff return now, mm-hmm. you know, you, 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 can, you can muff that thing. Still pick it up and get positive yardage, and nobody's screaming at you. But I guarantee punt returns a lot tougher than, than returning kicks. If and when he fair catches, is it, it, is that often coming from the sideline that you guys want him to do that because you have a certain – No, he makes a decision. He, yeah, I mean, he makes a decision if he's got – you know, if he feels like you know, he can peak and if he's got running room, he won't fair catch. But, you know, if it's a really high one, kind of a little short, medium – you know, and, and he, he's going to know people are on him. You know, it's, it's got to be a fair catch there. Is that a hard thing to do, that mental aspect of it, or is that pretty easy to be able to glance and see who's coming at you and whether you're going to fair catch it or not? Yeah, I think if you, uh, you watch the first game, uh, you'd see it is pretty hard. I mean, for me at least, you know, I, I kind of was late with throwing up my hand for the fair catch in the first couple there. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just something getting used to, um, getting a feel for it when the guys are around you. Um, but, yeah, it definitely took me a little bit to get used to throwing that hand up there and actually making the fair catch call. And then the game has changed, Russ, because you can do that on a kickoff now. But I sense that some of that is more scripted with your kick return guys, whether they want to fair catch it to take the ball Correct. at 25. Right? We, let it, we tell our guys when they ha- where the ball's kicked, when they have to fair catch it, um, and then when they, you know, they can take it. And, and it's basically, you know, if it's kicked here, we're fair catching it. If it's not, if it's kicked where we want it kicked, we're going. And that's kind of it, – it's pretty cut and dried. All right, we're going to a break. That's pretty cut and dried because we're right at the bottom of the hour. We'll come back and preview Fordham and what's ahead for the Spiders with wide receiver Charlie Fessler and defensive lineman Maurice Jackson. Thanks for being with us today, either here at the restaurant. Got a lot of our staff members here today. Appreciate all of them coming in. They're a little bit shy. They're sitting all the way in the back. Uh, But if you'd like to say hello to them, I'm sure they'd love to have some spider talk conversation with the rest of the folks here today. Thanks for waving your hands back there to all our athletic staff who are here today. All right, back after commercial break uh, on uh, 99.5 FM, although not necessarily today, 9.50 AM and the Spider Sports Network. At the University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies, our students are driven by change. They arrive with a variety of professional and educational experiences, the determination to do more, and an unbelievable ambition to succeed. Through undergraduate and graduate degree programs, professional certificates, boot camps, and professional training and development programs, our students gain the tools and knowledge to better themselves and the organizations they serve. Learn more about how we help adult students drive change at spcs.richmond.edu. Make a big play with huge savings from Food Lion this tailgate season. Score fan favorites for your pregame party like chips and dip, fresh cut fruits and veggies, ice cold drinks, and savory snacks. Plus, you'll find all your grilling essentials so you can cheer on your favorite team all at affordable prices. Our low prices make it easy to put together a game-winning spread for tailgating with friends and family. Food Lion has everything you need to kick off your pregame party. This is our home. That's our Food Lion. Hi, I'm Dale Jones, an agronomist with Virginia Green. That's a soil scientist. I'd like to show you how Virginia Green's local expertise can bring out the green in your lawn. But this is radio, so I can't. Instead, I'll sing you a song. Your lawn can be green, greenest green you ever did see. Pretty and lovely and free of weeds, particularly when watered regularly. Stop! Aeration time! Did I mention I'm a soil scientist? See how Virginia Green can bring out the best in your lawn at virginiagreenlawncare.com. No matter what the size of your lawn is or how you like to maintain it, Arthur's Electric Service at 8910 Brook Road in Glen Allen has the Toro Mower to match it. Arthur's knows how to treat you right with a full selection of Toro Mowers, knowledgeable personnel, competitive prices, excellent service, and financing available to qualified buyers. Arthur's and Toro, a tradition that has gone on for generations. Drop by Arthur's and see Toro's new mowers firsthand. Call them at 264-2513. That's 264-2513. Or go to arthurselectric.com. Hey, this is Tugach. Join me weekdays, 10 to 1, on the Dan Levitard Show, now on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Let's get back to Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue for more Spider Talk. 
Once again, here's Bob Black with Coach Russ Huseman, live on ESPN Richmond and the Spider Sports Network. Davon Perry comes in motion left to right. Mancuso throws. Fessler makes the catch again. Fakes right, goes left. 30-25, drags two tacklers with him, and they finally shove him out of bounds down at the 23-yard line. Another Spider first down. Mancuso to Fessler. I'll tell you what, if they have Dylan running the ball, we have Fessler catching the ball. He is a big, big guy out at receiver. Charlie Fessler is with us today. That was one of his 15 catches thus far on the season. How much can you use your size and strength and structure to your advantage? I mean, we list you at 6'4", 220. We're certainly not going to see a whole lot of defensive backs in that neighborhood. How much of an advantage is that and how you try and use it to your advantage? Yeah, I'd say it's definitely an advantage. Um, you know, I think the coaches actually really use it very well, too. You know, they put me in spots where I can uh, – you know, take advantage of it, maybe catching balls over the middle or on, on the outside over top of a smaller DB. Um, but, yeah, I definitely try to use it as a manage. And is that kind of your first thought? I know we kidded a little bit about you have good hands. You're going to keep having good hands. But that you're not only thinking catch it, I'm thinking catch it and yak, 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 yards after catch. I'm going to turn and go. Yeah, no, definitely. Um, I mean, that's something we talk about with the coaches all the time, we work on small little drills of just catching the ball, seeing it, tucking it in, just drop stepping, getting forward, getting all the extra yards possible. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I definitely work on, use my size to my advantage there, especially when I'm running the ball and trying to um, avoid defenders. Russ, talk about that a little bit, that as offensive coaches, those guys are putting him in positions where he not only catches it, but he's going to be able to get extra yards. We talked about unleashing Bo English a little bit and throwing further downfield, but I would think a Charlie Fessler catching and then running could really help that for Bo. Yeah, I mean, I think getting it to a wide variety of wideouts yeah. will help him. Um, you know, you just can't – obviously, Charlie's got, you know, 15 catches on the year already, and he's got some really good yards. And, and he's made some yards, you know, after the catch, which is important and which we've emphasized, I mean, to everybody across the board. You know, we can't just take what's there. But, uh, um, you know, I think I think we got to – you know, Bo just has to distribute it to the right guy and then let him go. And if, 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 if it's Charlie, it's Charlie. If it's Keiston, if it's Isaac – Whatever, Justin, whatever it is. How's your blocking? Uh, you know, <laughs> I think it's all right. I know um, what Coach said about it already, but I've kind of want a self-analysis of it. Yeah, you know, I've, I've worked on it a lot. Um, it's a little bit different because in years past I was playing outside, so I was blocking smaller um, you know, corners, little faster guys. Uh, but now I'm inside and I'm actually blocking a lot more safeties and linebackers. Um, so I've, I've had to adjust a little bit with that, but you know, I've definitely worked on it a lot. What would it be like if you had to block Maurice Jackson? Yeah, it's a bad idea. I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, most most smiling a little bit there. He'll, he'll get to the quarterback. He'll get to the ball carrier on that one. Um, well, let's talk a little defense and Fordham coming up on, on Saturday, a team you guys did play last year. Have you noticed yet this season, a lot of preseason accolades are coming off a great year. Are teams giving you more attention? Would you expect a Fordham that saw you last year when you were disruptive to pay more attention to you, even though you got some pretty talented guys alongside you? Um, yeah, I have been getting a little bit more attention than I've noticed, and uh, I'm not being shocked or surprised if it happens Saturday, but I also like that because it gives the guys other opportunities to go make plays. Like um, I know Kobe Ritten, Kobe Turner, and uh, Gershman Jr. are biting at the um, bits to just go make some plays, you know, and then uh, they know they also know um, what we're going through and our game plans, whatever it is, built for everybody to make plays, not just me. So if I am getting all the attention and that um, results in them making plays, and by all means, so be it, I'll take it all because I just want to win the game. And if that means all oh my guys can make the plays, then let's go do it. You mentioned four guys, but there's really eight guys amongst your defensive linemen, and we're already calling all of those names. What's the advantage there beyond the obvious that you will get a little bit of a breather, that there's that much talent and that much depth and that much competition at one position on this team? Oh, yeah, it's really great. You know, it's really been nice to see uh, Ray Eldridge and uh, Aiden Murray really progress in um, their D-tackle play, you know, just get better at the little things. Uh, Caleb Brooks is getting better better and better every day. You know, he's doing a lot better than what I've seen him come in at. His body's looking better. He's moving faster. Uh, and I think what's happening is just slowing down for him a little bit to where they're knowing what they have to do and not having to think as much. They're just going and doing it. So I think the more we um, see them play during the season, the easier it will get for them. They don't end up just making plays and no you won't even see the difference between the starters and the twos at that point you know to just be like we're rolling a bunch of starters out there which is inevitably what we wanted to get to so uh really happy to see those guys playing out there how they even playing 
Speaking of not being able to tell the difference and the body looking good, obviously in your case, that's really happened over the years. How much do you kind of think back that, you know, I didn't obviously start out at defensive end. We've, we've told that story several, several times. You were not recruited that way. And the transformation that you've made from the start of your career to where you are now. Uh, to say the least, it's been a long road. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a real long journey, you know. Bodies changed a lot of different ways. Mine have always been the way I wanted to change, but <laughs> we got back to where we are now. So, you know, I thank God for the opportunities I've had to do. Um, I wouldn't change anything to what it is now. But uh, yeah, it's been nice to be able to just keep working on my body. And obviously, I still have some things I have to improve on. But um, I think right now, I'll be okay. Uh, Russ, how remarkable kind of is that? transition that that Mo has made from the time he got here and the position he was playing to where he is now at that defensive end spot well I mean it's 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 a testament to him because he's worked really really hard in the weight room uh you know I, I think uh you know Mo works hard in everything he does but if you're asking me have I you know he, he you were a DB or something in, in high school if you're asking me, it, it, it happens way more than people realize. I mean, it really does. And, and I mean, you, you look for DBs to be linebackers, and, and, and you look for frame. But, you know, the one kid we had at Chatt- Chattanooga, Davis Toll, was a wide receiver in high school, and he played defensive end, was a fourth-round pick by the uh, New Orleans Saints. So you, I've seen it multiple, multiple times. And, and, and I think with Mo. You know, Mo is – how much you weigh now, Mo? About 275. 275 and playing on the edge and, and is explosive and can rush the passer out there and do a lot of things. But, you know, I, I think Mo could be – you know, if somebody said you need to be 260, he could be 260. If somebody said you need to be 305, he could be 305. Hmm. He's got <laughs> – well, I don't know about that one. I don't know. About we'll see about that That's one. That's a lot of punches. 275. We'll see, we'll see about 305. But, now. again, I mean, I think maybe three, maybe 285, 290. But, I mean, you he, he's kind of got that frame and that work ethic that, that you know, there's a wide range. And, 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 you know, we asked, you know, we said, listen, you're on the edge here and, and here's where you got to be. And, and he's done that. And, um, and again, he's, he's an explosive player, can run, carries it well. Uh, so – um, you know, he, 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 he's, he's doing a tremendous job. Coach, you told the media yesterday you do have a tendency to exaggerate or embellish from time to time. You think maybe at 3.05 you're exaggerating a little bit? No, not at all. <laughs> That's I, a I lot told, of buzz uh, and ads for him. we got to tell you to get to 3.05. Well, I, I compare him to uh, Lawrence Sidberry um, a lot, and you probably know Lawrence, right? And, and you know, I, I think Lawrence played it on the edge, and, and Lawrence played it at uh, – you know, two. I don't even. I can't remember. Two sixty-five, maybe when he was playing yeah. his last year there, yeah. and and I always thought Lawrence could be a, a three hundred pound or two, but I think the thing for him is, you know, just, you know, I, I know all he's worried about is 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 playing well this year and winning and helping us win a championship, and I understand that. But as you start to look at a future, you know, you know, having like that, I think that's why Lawrence Sidbury was so attractive was because. You know, he could run, but, you know, he had a wide range of where he could be weight-wise, strength-wise, those types of things. So I think that's what makes, you know, Mo so attractive to people is he's playing on the edge at 275, which is probably not happening any – you know, there's not many in, in the FCS football right. that are doing that right now. And, and you know, so I think, you know, as, as long as he carries the weight and, and – rushes the passer i want you rushing the passer upfield and get yourself a couple strip sacks this week man. Absolutely. Have, you, right. have you heard that a he lot was giving me a, he was giving me a funny look right there i didn't know <laughs> my guess is he's heard that a little bit in the last 10 days yes yeah yeah uh, we're, we're gonna cut we're cutting them loose i've been I, we're cutting them all loose man we are going to be on their side of the line of scrimmage and by the way being compared to lawrence sidbury that's a pretty good comparison he was the mvp of our national championship game mm-hmm. when the spiders won the national championship and then he went on to play uh briefly in the in the national football league uh charlie have you ever played any other position or has it always been wide receiver uh, i think i played maybe quarterback in eighth grade um <laughs> i played a little safety in high school but that, that's about that's it that's about it yeah. otherwise full-time wide receiver full-time wide receiver yeah 
Hey, we asked this of Sam Setapani yesterday, and he gave us a little bit of compare and contrast on the two quarterbacks and, and being on the same page with both of them. It was all very positive and how he got to know Bo a little bit better in the offseason because he already knew uh, Joe. How about for you and what that process was like to kind of be on the same page with both of them, how they handle the huddle the same or differently, and how they are once the ball gets to the line of scrimmage and into their hands? Yeah, so um, I actually enrolled here um, in January. So I arrived in January, and um, Bo wasn't on campus right. yet. Um, but I actually got to go, uh, got to know Joe very well from that point throughout the whole spring and working with him. Uh, and then Bo got here in the summer, and just a ton of extra work, um, you know, in the weight room every day, just hanging out with him on the field, but also off the field as well. Um, I think we really developed a relationship that way pretty well. I mean, both those guys have done really well this year. Um, you know, it's really nice as a receiver to go out there, and if I see Joe or if I see Bo, you know, I'm, I'm very confident in their ability to go out there and, uh, you know, execute, but also make a ton of plays, too. Mm-hmm. Do you notice anything between the two of them, the way they throw the ball, or is it pretty much a football and I'm going to catch it, doesn't matter who's throwing it? Yeah, to be honest, I just kind of try to worry about my job out there, and uh, I, I, I trust that they're going to put the ball in the right spot. Yeah, let's not overthink this. Yeah, right? absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Hey, do you stay in touch with any of your folks at Northwestern? How much you keep an eye on what's been happening with them? Yeah, I've, I've been talking to them um, a little bit. Uh, my old roommate was one of the quarterbacks, and he got injured, um, so that's pretty tough to see T.J. Green. Uh, you know, I, I actually I, I, I do keep in contact with them a lot. You know, I talk to them on FaceTime or other um, use of social media, but, yeah, I do keep in contact with them. Very good. And, Mo, I'll finish up with you, and Coach kind of alluded to it. Uh, it's probably an unfair question to ask, but we do ask it of senior guys, particularly guys who have a shot at the next level. And we've had scouts on campus recently. They've been on campus. How much is that in the back of your mind or in the forefront of your mind? Or, or how do you approach not only uh, being the best guy you can be this year and helping this team win, but also you know, making sure that, that scouts understand your talent level and your desire to play beyond your senior year in college? Uh, talking to um, a few of my coaches about it, uh, I think in the previous weeks has been a little bit more in front of my mind, a little too much, uh, thinking too far into the future. But talking to the coaches, they've been telling me just calm down and just realize that, yes, it's there, but we still have a whole season in front of us. So I got to put it all the way in the back of my mind. Like, I'm talking back there, back there, <laughs> and just focus on the next game, the next day, the next practice, the next rep. Just make sure I live in the moment to continue to get better now so that everything in the future will take care of itself. You know, when I talked to my parents about it for a while, too. And the, the big thing my mom just told me is, you know, just let go and let God. You know, what God has for me is for me, and that's what's going to happen. So I just got to stay in the present and just do what I got to do now. You get good advice from your coaches. You get great advice from mom. So no question. <laughs> no question. <laughs> All right, fellas, go focus on Fordham. Finish up your lunch. Thank you for being with us today. Come back and see us before the end of the season. Maurice Jackson and Charlie Fessler. Thank you, fellas. Thank you. We'll take a break on Spider Talk. We'll come back in just a moment for our final segment coming up with Coach Isman. Get some questions and look ahead to these Fordham Rams on Saturday afternoon. This is Spider Talk on the Spider Sports Network. Buzz and Dan's Real Barbecue is the official barbecue of the University of Richmond Spiders. Come enjoy our real 100% wood-cooked barbecue while you cheer on the home team. Buzz and Dan's Real Barbecue uses recipes handed down for over 150 years and is now available inside Robin Stadium. Can't make it to the game? Visit us on North Boulevard in The Fan or on Thursdays at noon at West Broad in Old Parham in the West End for the Spider Talk Radio Show with Coach Russ Huseman. For more information, visit us at buzzandneds.com. Buzz and Neds and the Richmond Spiders, a winning combination. This NASCAR update brought to you by Virginia Urology Online at URO.com. Joe Gibbs Racing had a strong night at Richmond with Martin Truex Jr. capturing the win at the Federated Auto Parts 400, followed by Kyle Busch and Danny Hamlin. Truex and Busch combined to lead 311 of the race's 400 laps, while the organization recorded its 15 win in 28 races this season. With just one race before the first postseason cutoff, Alex Bowman is the first driver below that cut line, only two points behind William Byron at 12 as the series heads to the Charlotte Roval. This NASCAR update brought to you by Virginia Urology. Virginia Urology offers clinical trials for the treatment of urology-related issues. By doing so, Virginia Urology doctors provide Central Virginians the opportunity to be involved in new treatments and procedures before they're routinely available. For more information on clinical trials, visit URO.com or call 201-9374. Act now as participants are currently being enrolled. Again, for more information on Virginia Urology clinical trials, please visit URO.com or call 201-9374. Hi, I'm Dale Jones, an agronomist with Virginia Green. That's a soil scientist. I'd like to show you how Virginia Green's local expertise can bring out the green in your lawn. But this is radio, so I can't. Instead, I'll sing you a song. 
Your lawn can be green, greenest green you ever did see. Pretty and lovely and free of weeds, particularly when watered regularly. Stop! Aeration time! Did I mention I'm a soil scientist? See how Virginia Green can bring out the best in your lawn at virginiagreenlawncare.com. Serving Richmond and beyond for over 20 years, Bonaire Shell features a full line of automotive services. Check out bonairshell.com, loaded with coupons, specials, and more to see all that they can do for your car and your peace of mind. And now with their Fuel Rewards program, you can save at least $0.05 per gallon on every fill-up. Learn more at fuelrewards.com. Go see the team at Bonaire Shell, 8762 West Huguenot Road. Go to bonairshell.com or call them at 272-3232. That's 272-3232. At the University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies, our students are driven by change. They arrive with a variety of professional and educational experiences, the determination to do more, and an unbelievable ambition to succeed. Through undergraduate and graduate degree programs, professional certificates, boot camps, and professional training and development programs, our students gain the tools and knowledge to better themselves and the organizations they serve. Learn more about how we help adult students drive change at spcs.richmond.edu. This is Spider Talk on ESPN Richmond and the Spider Sports Network. Live from Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue, 8205 West Broad Street. Once again, here's Bob Black with Coach Russ Huseman. Final segment of Spider Talk from Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue out on West Broad Street. We will be back here again next week, of course. And don't forget, we are at Fordham. We're going to preview the Rams here in just a moment. 1 o'clock game, 12.30 hour airtime on the Spider Sports Network and our ESPN Richmond family of stations back on 99.5 FM and 9.50 AM and online at ESPNRichmond.com and RichmondSpiders.com as well. The game is on the Patriot League Network. If you're looking for live video streaming, it's available. It is free of charge. There will be a link on our website at RichmondSpiders.com that will get you there as well. So that's the video side, and we gave you the uh, audio side. Chris, Matt, and I will have the call starting at 1230 from up there at Fordham. So, Russ, what about these uh, Fordham Rams? And I would start uh, at that quarterback position because you're going to see a young man Saturday who did not see in last year's game. I think he took over as their quarterback as a true freshman after the Richmond game last year, right? He actually played at the very end of our game and then took over the job after our game and uh, did a great job for them last year. And, and, uh, you know, he's a big kid that can throw it. Um, You know, we're going to have to put some pressure on him, no question. Uh, He's got some wide outs that, that, you know, they're a little smaller across the board, but uh, I think they're really quick and can run. they got three good running backs, uh, and and then and then they're huge up front offensively, uh, and you know very similar to last year I think. But the, obviously this quarterback's better than what they played with last year, and and they had a great wideout if you remember yep. last year that was pretty dynamic that we really focused closely on during the course of that game, and a great tight end if you remember him too, uh, and then uh, defensively. Uh, you know, they got a preseason All-American at linebacker, number 26. Yep, Glenn Cunningham. Yeah, yep. tremendous player. And the other linebacker, 47, is really good. Uh, they're really stout up front. Uh, you know, they played a lot of people in the secondary, I think, with some injuries. And, you know, they've got guys back, you know, bouncing in and out. Uh, we're not sure how healthy they are in the secondary. Um, so, you know, hopefully we can throw and catch it and get it downfield a little bit. They played Stony Brook last week. Stony Brook beat them. Is there a little bit of a comfort level as you watch that tape? And it's a CAA team that went against them and a CAA team that you're familiar with and you will play later in the season as you scout Fordham, or do you kind of divide that and and not worry about it? You just, you know, you just watch, um, you know, personnel, no matter who who, Who they're playing, who they're playing. You know, you you, you put it all in cut-ups and you just go down the list (laughs) and just start watching. You know, it's – you know, down in distance and formation and, and uh, personnel groupings. And, and they're all just kind of stacked together. And so, I mean, you, you just got you to gotta worry about Fordham. You can't worry about, well, who they played, who beat. You know, we just look for similarities in, in offensively and defensively so we can get a good game plan going and, and understand we're playing Fordham. 
Yeah, and this is a, a challenging road trip uh, going up there to the Bronx. That is never easy, no matter how you do it, no matter what sport it is. I can tell you that. Even going with basketball, this is a challenging trip. It's challenging for a football team as well. Do you at all speak to your team about that? You know, some of the challenges of winning on the road aren't always just who the team is, the size of the crowd, the no, but everything that you encompass on a road trip. Well, I mean, it should make no difference, mm-hmm. um, you know, where we're playing, um, the the atmosphere we're playing with. I mean, if we just – if we go out and, and play and execute and, 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 like I said, do your job and go have some fun, we'll be fine. I, you know, I think the trip up, you know, I think we'll be okay. We're leaving early enough. We're going to bus up and, and uh, you know, we'll get some movies. We got uh, – uh, these stimulators for their legs that we purchased, uh, that we're going to put them on, uh, you know, to keep from, you know, and, and Coach Brinks gave me all the science to it. Uh, but, you know, sometimes when you sit in a spot, you, you, the lactic acid, I guess, builds up. And this is, they're like the, uh, 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 what are those things called, Charlie? You know, the big old things that you sit in a chair down there in the training room? Normatec. It's like the Normatec, and it keeps the, the blood flowing. And so we went out and, purchase these uh, and uh, so we'll put those on them and and then you know and then we'll be fresh and ready to go Uh, no question about that our our guys have practiced really well and uh, they're excited to play and it it doesn't make any difference I think Fordham's you know it's it's I think their turf's in great shape Uh, I think the stadium's going to be fine Um, you know when we get into the Bronx I I have no idea but uh, uh, you know, I have no idea where we're staying, but, you know, we, sh- we should be okay. Absolutely. It'll be way better than the last time we were there, which was 20-plus years ago when they had grass and dirt field and it poured rain. Yeah. And that was a monsoon, and it was yeah. a mess. So with the artificial turf and the weather is supposed to be good, it'll be a lot better. i uh, got time real quick. I did get one question for you, although um, I-, I asked this question with an asterisk, John, because we kind of talked about this earlier in the show. So you must have been talking to your buddies a little bit, but John wanted to talk a little bit more about blitzing the linebackers, and we did kind of reference that a little bit earlier, but you can expound upon it a little bit. And John, if you need tickets for next week or you need a Buzz and Ned's gift certificate, we will give you that. Um, well, he took the time to do this, know, Bob. Give it we, to him. But I want to make sure he's listening. I don't care what the question <laughs> is. Give it to him. You got it. Man. Got me in trouble, but he, you're, you're, you're right. I mean, but it's not only linebackers. It's secondary guys, you know, whether it's, you know, a lot of people bring corner fire, safeties, whatever it is. And, and you know, I, I think, you know, you got to – we we practice blitzing and uh you know we we will without giving anything away we we've got blitzes in our package and uh uh we're not afraid to and uh so um we'll we'll roll from there but uh good question (laughs) and don't listen to him better than the way i asked it 30 minutes ago i guess wow way better than the way you asked he he asked it should we do we that's the whole question Blitzing linebacker, should we, do we? Yes and yes. Uh, should we? Yes. <laughs> do we? Yes. Maybe not as much as we, a lot of pe- some people, but, uh, and again, we'll, we'll figure out how it goes during the course of a game and, uh, you know, if we feel like we need to. Again, I, if we can rush four and get after them and not give him any time, I mean, that's, you know, that's the ideal scenario right there. And I think we can. Yeah, and that does sound like a challenge to our defensive linemen this Day week. In, I mean, week in, week out. I yeah. mean, we have to rush the passer with four. If we can't and we, we're forced to blitz all the time just to get pressure, you know, then, then, then it makes it tougher on you. Great question, John. Exclamation point with a question mark to wrap up the show this afternoon. He had two question marks on he each did. one of those. Yes. And you answered it emphatically. He asked it emphatically. You answered it (laughs) emphatically. All right, we'll do it all again next Thursday at noon with the next edition of Spider Talk. Again, tune us in Saturday at Fordham. We're on the radio at 1230 with our pregame show kickoff at 1 o'clock, and it is on the Patriot League Network, the live video streaming, and we'll have a link to that on richmondspiders.com. Coach, thanks. Thanks, Bob. And thanks to Charlie Fessler, Spider Wide Receiver, and defensive lineman Maurice Jackson, our special player guests this afternoon. Thanks to everybody here in the restaurant and those of you listening online and on the air. We appreciate you being with us as well. Mitchell Bradley producing on location. Matt Josephs in our ESPN studio. Bob Black saying so long. Talk to you Saturday at 1230 with more Spider Football.
Talk with head football coach Russ Huseman, live from Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue, 8205 West Broad Street. Today's show has been brought to you by the University of Richmond School of Professional and Continuing Studies, Lux Chevrolet, Food Lion, and Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue. Join us for lunch and Spider Talk Thursdays from noon to 1 p.m. throughout the college football season. This has been a live presentation from Learfield IMG College in association with Richmond Sports Properties and ESPN Richmond on the Spider Sports Network. Your radio home for Baltimore Orioles baseball all season. This is Brandon Hyde, and you're listening to 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Westwood One is your home for Sunday night football. Hi, this is Kevin Kugler. Join me along with Jason Taylor, Rod Woodson, or Brian Greasy each week as we bring you all the action of the NFL's premier games. The NFL's brightest stars and most compelling games are always featured on Sunday night, so be sure to tune in for all the excitement. If it's Sunday night football, it's right here. Richmond's 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. From the G Law Firm Studios, your personal injury attorneys. 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. WXGI Richmond, WTPS Petersburg.